Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Buckle up, strap yourself in, and get ready. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. The establishment protected itself, but not the citizens of our country. Their victories have not been your victories. Their triumphs have not been your triumphs. And while they celebrated in our nation's capital, there was little to celebrate for struggling families all across our land. Today, we are not merely transferring power from one administration to another, or from one party to another. But we are transferring power from Washington, D.C., and giving it back to you, the people. I was, uh, last night, uh, just listening back to some audio from the day that Donald Trump announced his candidacy for President of the United States. And audio of uh, United States media people giggling over the prospect of a Donald Trump presidency. And I was earlier watching the inauguration parade, and I kept thinking, who's in that limo? Who is in that limo? Great to have you with us, everybody. What a week. What a weekend. Uh, Still ahead today, we're going to be speaking with, or you'll hear Kevin O'Leary, as I spoke with him yesterday, a three-part interview, parts one and two today. And one of the things that Kevin O'Leary said to me sounded very similar to Donald Trump. He said, if I'm elected prime minister of Canada, every initiative of Justin Trudeau is repealed. Up to half a million women in Washington, D.C., up to half a million women participating in the Women's March, up to a million women globally in various cities, including Canadian population centers. Jackson Prusco joins us. He's the Washington Bureau Chief of Global News. Jackson, great to have you with us. Give us a bit of a sense of of how big this is and how significant this march is. Hi, Roy. Thanks for having me on. Uh, To put this all in context for you, when organizers first came up with the idea of this Women's March on Washington, they applied for a protest permit for 200,000 protesters. As you mentioned, we're looking more like half a million protesters here, and because there are so many people out on city streets and on the National Mall right now, it's not going to be a march to the White House because they can't move, so it's going to be a stationary rally. It's actually uh, incredible to watch the crowds stream onto the Mall Uh, It's been going on all morning long, and I think this has turned out to be far bigger and far more successful than organizers ever would have imagined, not only here in Washington, but as you mentioned, because this has turned into a, a global movement. Peaceful and peaceable, right, with a message. Absolutely. Completely peaceful, unlike a lot of the protests we saw yesterday. The real message here today uh, from a lot of the women and the marchers in general who are here is that they'll be keeping a very close eye on the Trump administration. And if they start to see the repeal of certain values they hold dear, such as reproductive rights, they won't hesitate to speak up. I think they really want to send a message to the new president that while he may have won the election, there are still a lot of people out there who are opposed to him or uh, don't support his agenda. Have you had a chance to uh, speak with or have you taken notice? of any Canadian women who were there? I understand there are quite a few delegations. There are lots of Canadians here, actually. Uh, you know, the border 
crossings were apparently very busy, uh, some women actually being denied entry into Canada, believe it or not, uh, after they told U.S. Border, border officials why they were coming down. That, that's a whole separate issue. But uh, there were busloads of Canadians coming down here, and the flights into Washington, D.C., and the trains have all been packed as well. What's the mood in Washington today, Jackson, the day after the inauguration of Donald Trump? You know, it's fascinating to see how different the mood is here today compared to yesterday. I mean, yesterday, in theory, should have been the big event, and yet all morning long the streets were deserted, the National Mall really wasn't that busy, and Washington sort of had a ghost ghost town feel to it. And that's certainly not the case today. I mean, the streets have been packed all morning long. Uh, walking the same routes I walked yesterday was a, a very noticeable difference, uh, and there's a lot more energy in the air here today. I think generally, though, the the speech given by Donald Trump yesterday is still reverberating and people are still trying to make sense of what it means and Donald Trump's words about an America first policy um, are really kind of sinking in and, and people are wondering, is this really a turn inwards and America turning its back on the world? Pretty consistent with what he said during the campaign. It is, and I would actually say his messaging yesterday uh, was almost identical to the speech he gave at the Republican National Convention we still have Jackson? Sir, we've had a, clearly we have an issue with our, with our connection with uh, Jackson. Let's, can we reconnect with him or does he have to connect with us? Okay, so we'll, uh, I, I expect we'll hear back from Jackson Prosco, the uh, bureau chief, Global News Bureau Chief in Washington, half a million women in Washington and uh, perhaps a million globally. Jackson is back with us. Uh, the gremlins got us, so we were talking about the, uh, the, uh, the, the mood in Washington today. Yeah, and I, I would just say that it's a very different feeling here today than it was yesterday for the inauguration. Uh, a lot of energy and enthusiasm on the streets and a lot more people. I mean, yesterday felt quite desolate for what should be sort of a big celebratory day. Right. Now, the Democrats and uh, Democratic Party leadership is calling on Americans to resist the Donald Trump administration I'm kind of trying to trying to come to grips with what that means. What's the message they're sending to politicians? Are they perhaps urging Trump opponents to engage in in public action? What are you getting from that, Jackson? Well, I think it's just about sending a message, and perhaps it's just through vast numbers of people uh, that there are people who still hold dear certain values that Donald Trump and his administration may not. And and the message we're hearing today from many of the marchers is that, for example, if the Trump administration tries to claw back reproductive rights or LGBT rights, um, there is a small army of people who are willing to stand opposed to that. So this is, I mean, this is a huge story today. This, the Women's March is huge. Makes me think of, uh, of the anti-Obama march that took place. I think it was a million people in the mall. It was also very quiet. It was, it was peaceable. And that's really what people respect, peaceable marches. Well, ultimately, how long is this going to go on for? And, and who are the notables who are going to be speaking? We know Michael Moore is going to be there. Gloria Steinem's there. Who else uh, do you know of? Yeah, Cher, Amy Schumer, uh, the list goes on and on and on. And actually, the, the theme from the people speaking today is it's great that you've all come out today, but if you want this message to continue, you can't let this be a one-time event, that you need to continue to protest and make your voices heard if you, felt you're not, if you feel you're not being heard by the Trump administration. Can I broad-base this just a little bit more? Any talk, even in the first hours of a Trump administration, about relations between the U.S. and Canada, even casually about changes or what may or may not be in store. No, I mean, all we know is what Trump has sort of alluded to through his speeches so far, which is top priority is uh, renegotiating NAFTA, potentially scrapping the Trans-Pacific Partnership, 
And uh, at the same time, during his inaugural address yesterday, Trump spoke of standing firm with old allies and making new ones. So you have to think that he's not necessarily going to turn his back on the relationships he has, but at the same time, when he's speaking about an America first policy and ensuring that American interests come first, that's going to reverberate some way, somehow. And you have to think that could well play out in the trade arena. Well, for you, it's going to be interesting to cover this administration going forward, I'm sure. Oh, it's already been a wild ride, Roy. (laughs) Thanks for the time, Jackson. All the best. My pleasure. Jackson Prosco, the uh, Washington Bureau Chief for Global News, joining us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. So half a million women in Washington, up to a million women globally in the Women's March. When we come back, we're going to be speaking with Tony Heller. Uh, You may recognize the name from realclimatescience.com. We'll talk to Tony not so much about climate science, although it's going to pop up in our conversation because the White House today with the new administration has already removed the climate change page from the White House um, website. So we'll talk to Tony Heller about what he's seen in Washington over the last 24 hours. And uh, we'll talk a little bit about what's expected from the Trump um, administration as far as climate change action is concerned. Stay with us.